Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Mervyn Hanley it is Monday, the 1st of March. Good night to you and welcome to another edition of The Blue Table with Mervyn Henley. We have a packed program for you tonight with uh, news from around the Caribbean. And of course, my guest contributor, Rohan Isles of Nevis. He will join me to discuss the day's happenings and what took place over the weekend or even last week. But before I get into the conversation with Rohan Isles and the news, let us take a break from the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and also Anchor Podcasts. Welcome to the Customer Support Portal, where we have made it easier for you to contact us. It starts with your question, email, a message, phone call, or a search on our website. Our CSP provides prompt and efficient solutions to your problems. We pride ourselves on treating our clients responsibly and ensuring your information is kept safe. Log on to www.sknd.net and send us a ticket or email us at customersupport at sknd.com. You may also call us directly at 869-465-2288 extension 1322 or 954-353-1003. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice powerful beyond measure. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice through your tragedy. Television online and overseas. Tune in to Mervyn Hanley. All right. Thank you to the fine folks there at the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis. Uh, they have been around for some time and they're just helping the people of the Federation, especially students. Uh, a number of uh, folks have taken student loans from the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis. And that bank, that financial institution, uh, they have always been there for our people to to travel and to study overseas. They believe in a greater education for our people. So to them, I give kudos. It's all about people first. They are people-centered at the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis. Remember to download and to subscribe the app, the Anchor Podcast app. And of course, um, that will get you the information first, notifications, interviews, and news. Well, a bit has happened over the, the weekend and over the past few days. And I will now bring in here Rohan Isles, of Nevis, good night to you. Welcome again to the Blue Table. Thank you for having me. Good night to our listeners across the Caribbean and across the world. I will. I'm going to try to compact all of this in 30 to 40 minutes, Rohan, because our producer, my producer Corey Tyson, um, he's very um, tight when it comes to time. So <laughs> we'll have to. I know we get caught up in our conversations. But I have to listen to the boss. He doesn't like it when we go over time like that. Or he'll say, you know what, next time I'll do, we'll have to do a part two of that. So we have to stick to the script in a way and try to get the blue table at the time it's supposed to be. Uh, I want to announce as well to the listening audience that uh, the blue table will be in Monday to Thursday. Monday to Thursday um, here at, at the um, your favorite podcast. 
On Fridays, though, what we'll do on Fridays, it will not be every Friday, but we'll make Friday special Fridays. If it's if it's an urgent matter or if there is breaking news or if there is a special programming uh, to be done, then we will do that on a Friday. So Friday, we'll, we will leave for just special um, occasions, but uh, the regular timing for the Blue Table will be Monday uh, to Thursday and Fridays will be just um, a special Friday. Yeah. Now, Rohan, first of all, I want to, of course, the main conversation, the main topic, we continue to speak about the vaccines. We have seen Johnson & Johnson came out one shot with Johnson & Johnson and their vaccination. A matter of fact, earlier today, uh, it was announced that over almost 4 million uh, vaccines will be shipped to uh, American cities. So as early as tomorrow, folks will be able to take the 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 uh, the vaccine, the Johnson and Johnson shot, and that's of course is one shot, unlike some others where you have to take the uh, two two vaccine two vaccinations, right? And also we see where St Kitts and Nevis today on the tarmac at the Robert Lowellimbratra International Airport, where we had the Prime Minister, the Honourable Dr Timothy Harris, the Minister of Health, the Honourable. Akila Byron Nisbet and the Premier of Nevis, the Honorable Mark Brantley. Um, they received a donation of, I think, of 20,000 uh, doses uh, from the government of India. And that was a, a shipment that came in today. And um, yeah, so it's all about uh, folks are just, it's like a vaccine carnival around the Caribbean, including St. Kitts and Nevis. And that is certainly the case. Um, of course, um, countries in, in the African diaspora, in Brazil and South America, they are happy about the Johnson & Johnson release. Of mm -hmm. course, Johnson & Johnson tested their vaccine against the new variants. Yes. And so um, those countries are, are particularly happy that that vaccine has been given its approval because it has the ability to fight off the, the new variants of the, mm -hmm. the virus more effectively. Of course, Johnson & Johnson would have used the traditional method in uh, creating their vaccine. And um, I guess sometimes, you know, they say the, the last shall be first. Yes. Um, they, they have just one shot and uh, you, you are, you're good to go. What are the, the, the things that I'm particularly interested about is the efficacy because we have had this conversation about people saying, you know, the efficacy is, I think Johnson & Johnson came in in their first report was 60% or somewhere between 60 and 70%, same as AstraZeneca. So it'd be interesting to see the, the response now mm -hmm. with, with, between the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and the AstraZeneca vaccine, with both of them being in the same range in terms of the, uh, the efficacy. But we continue to say, um, get all the information you need and uh, get vaccinated. Oh, you make um, that, and, and of course... That's a personal decision. Even though Rohan said that if he was leader uh, of St. Kitts and Nevis, he would have made, he would have mandated that uh, folks take the vaccine. It's about the health, according to him, right? That's what you said, right? right. <laughs> I mean, of course, it, it, it is still a, a personal decision. Mm -hmm. um, I am hopeful that the region, you know, recognizes the importance of the vaccine and that we don't have to get to a point where governments are, are then saying, um, if you work for government or if you work in this particular uh, ministry or department or, mm -hmm. or industry that you have to take it. People would understand that, as the Prime Minister would have said today, um, don't wait. Get, you know, vaccinate. Maybe not for you, but for your loved one, for, 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 for the country. Yes. You know? 
get vaccinated. And I think that is the, the message. And um, as you would have said, we were fortunate today to receive 20,000 um, doses of vaccine from the, the people of India. Of course, we earlier broke story sometime, some three weeks, four weeks ago, um, about that when Dominica got theirs yes. and, and Barbados as well. And, and the region, those of us who would have gotten from them, you know, must send thanks to Barbados and Dominica because they made the first contact. They didn't wait. They made initial early contact with India and India said, fair enough, fine enough, well enough. We'll send 500,000 to the Caribbean and the Caribbean people are reaping benefits. And speaking of the vaccine, we, we saw that I, I was reading, I read an article over the weekend where Prime Minister of uh, Antigua and Barbuda, the Honorable Gaston Brown, my brother from another mother, and he made the comment that um, basically, well, it was his basically the, well, it was the government, but through the Minister of, 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 of Carnival, who made the comment regarding, um, hey, if you guys want to have carnival this year, um, you better get vaccinated. We must, we must reach a herd immunity for you to have carnival. Uh, your thoughts on that? Uh, I am sure that you would have probably seen that article. I, I saw the article and, um, what I saw just before, um, coming on here was, um, I think it's a new, has a very similar promo. Where they're saying if, if you want to enjoy Carnival 15. Well, they say, no, 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 that's not what they said. They said, um, if you want to turn up, you want to turn up sugar mass this year, then you better get vaccinated, basically get vaccinated. Otherwise, right. to hell with you and, 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 and Carnival this year. Otherwise, people, you gotta stay behind your laptops and computers and walk up, right? Yes. But in order for it to be safe, effective, and fun for everybody without any worries, mm -hmm. we're going to have to get to a certain point in the response to COVID-19. And of course, you just said it, we've got to get the herd immunity, slow down the, 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 the spread of the, the virus, make it impossible for it to go anywhere. And and you can go back to, to some of the things that, that you normally would do, carnival, which is um, summertime. You know, I am sure the visions are hoping that they can have the, the, the greatest summer line again right. in, in 2021. So, mm -hmm. you know, the responsibility, even the arena we talk about taking a vaccine for your own health and safety, that portion of the equation, remember we talk about a strong, yes. a strong people for a healthy people for a healthy economy. Yes. Well, the government is saying, listen, we are saying to you, here is the remedy to be healthy. And if you're healthy, then we can have a healthy economy. Yes. It's up to us as the people now to 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 uh, walk the walk. Mm -hmm. If you want a healthy economy, government is saying partner with us, take the vaccine. Is it safe to say is it, right it is it safe to say that there'll be no uh Sinkets music festival? Because and the reason why I say that, it is so soon, it is so close rather to, this is March, the festival is in June. I cannot see where that will take place for this year and more, um, more than likely more so a virtual thing for this year because of the, the, the closeness right now. And since that we're just getting the vaccine. What, what are your thoughts on that though? Do you think? Mm -hmm. So they, they begin to release 
um, the names of actors right. and so on that are going to come. You're a little precaution to the carnival and then they let you get into carnival and then they strike up again early in the year. We haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. And so that may very well be an indication as to what is going to happen next month. And as you say, I mean, it is very close. It's normally um, closer to the end of June. Yes. I don't, I mean, to get to herd immunity in that period of time and then probably not going to happen. Right. Thing may be a little more difficult as well, considering the magnitude of the Sinkis Music Festival. But hey, it's twenty twenty one. And then, and then we have um, we have culture Nevis Culturama. If we want to talk about Nevis, I know that before we get into Nevis, Saint Martin, they have cancelled. They were trying to have Saint Martin was trying to have their their carnival. They would have announced a carnival, uh, the carnival dates. They 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 um, brought forward the carnival calendar, but then there was a lot of pushback, and we see that there is probably no, there will be no carnival per se. Um, and then we we have a situation where um, and now. Nevis's Culturama in, in July, August. What do you think is going to happen there? Well, I mean, they have a, a greater opportunity in terms of when that festival is scheduled for. That festival is normally the end of July, August. Mm-hmm. When you look at the rollouts of vaccines, a lot of, a lot of those rollouts in mass numbers are targeting mid-year. So June... Um, you would have heard from President Biden, he expects, what, 100 million by then. Johnson Johnson just said by March, June, 300 million will be out. A lot depends on the people, the people's response to the campaign to get vaccinated. It is possible to have Culturama. I do not see it, though. I do not see it as the, even if it's possible to have Culturama, I do not see it as a, on the, on the scale of previous years, at least for this year. Right, right. Because, you know, one, one could make the argument and say, well, you could, you could do it in Nevis and, and just Nevis because, you know, the population is small. Mm-hmm. Um, Nevis may quicker get to a herd immunity status than the same kids. But <laughs> it is, it is that, um, petition, um, love for culture, the energy that they bring that often makes Culturama the kind of festival it is. But as you said, it can be very well be scaled But the opportunity is there. And, and again, it is, it, is, it is up to the, the citizens in terms of what is it they, they, they want to see for this year. Of course, we have had in Nevis a real difficult time understanding why there is no sports. Um, parents are disappointed. Children are disappointed. And so I am saying to, to the resi- um, residents and citizens of St. Kitts and Nevis, these things... You can take all of that out of the hand or the hands of the, the task force by getting to the point of him. Of, of so basically, basically what you're saying to the people of Nevis and throughout the Caribbean, Rohan, for you to have these activities, the, the, the answer lies within, with the people. That's what you're saying in a, in a nutshell. With them, absolutely. It, it lies with them. And you know, some people are going to say, well, Anguilla had sports and Anguilla had spectators and so on. But when you ask people well, what is it they, they want, mostly if it tells you to get back to a sense of normalcy, but you know, of course you're talking the new normal now, but the reality is what we desire going forward is dependent on us, the people, because mm-hmm. the vaccination is, is, the, is the answer that is being presented to us. 
Okay, that is true. And 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 uh, let's move on to. There's a story in Saint um, uh, Saint Vincent and the Grenadines, a very disturbing one. I think it was the mental health center. I sent it to you actually. Um, yeah. It is about what is it? Forty or forty something of of, of of We have new cases in the mental health center, and then yeah. we have staff members. I think it's four staff members uh, who's um, who has contracted the COVID nineteen virus. Um, this is. This is not good news at all. No, I mean it isn't, and and you know I, I saw the article. It, it was void of certain information as to um, how 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 where did it begin? Hmm. Um, how did we get, or how did they get to that point of having such a high number of, of um, COVID nineteen cases at the mental health center? And it, it's that is a particularly difficult. Um, situation because you have mental health and then you compound that with COVID-19 so you, one could understand the challenges that mm-hmm. are being faced here and um, from that I understand now that the, the facility is now in in isolation of itself Yes, and so um, you're quarantining within the facility in isolation and so on and it is my hope that um, the handle can be placed on that quickly and, and, and arrest the situation that it doesn't get any worse than it is but it's unfortunate that that even had to happen. I, I must. Mean, I, I. I. have to say this while we're on Saint Vincent and the Grenadines that I am so um, utterly disappointed um, <laughs> in Prime Minister Ralph Gonzalez, and my reason for that is um, the Prime Minister, in my opinion, he did not take this virus seriously. He did not take wearing of masks seriously. He, a matter of fact, in his own words, he was um, basically dismissing the idea of people having to wear <laughs> masks and. And this yeah. social distancing and all of that. He yeah, just like just like President Donald, former President Donald Trump, he was <laughs> acting like Donald Trump during these um, b- before the, when COVID started, and it was disheartening to watch and to witness and and see how he responded to this. It was very disheartening to 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 watch and listen to Prime Minister Ralph Gonzalez, and now he's trying to correct. And I'm saying. You know, just just sit down. Yeah, yes, with all due respect, sit down. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw those clips. It was truly disappointing to to see those clips taunting, uh, you know, making mockery of social distancing and mm-hmm. wearing of the mask. I mean, it, it, it was for me a direct slap in the face of what right-thinking people need to be the proper response to the virus. Mm-hmm. And and you you you're a leader of a sovereign state and and. What you say, whether you want to believe it or not, has great impact for people who are listening. And especially in an environment where people follow you closely politically and support you politically, mm-hmm. what you say influences their decision. And if you're going to tout and, 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 and make mockery of their mass and social distancing, then what is likely to be the response of the people who follow you? And I, I just pray that the people of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, that they take this seriously now. They understand how, uh, how devastating this can be. And to just um, practice your, your, the, the protocols and just stay safe and um, be sensible with um, the do's and the don'ts. Um, I, I, you know, this wasn't a part of my, uh, I did not plan to bring this up in our discussion. But since we are speaking about, we just spoke about the mental uh, health institution there in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. I cannot help but to, to, to wonder um, and I have read where 
because of COVID, with people not working, um, people are frustrated, Rohan, in these times. Um, people are going through so much. They're not getting, they, they believe they're supposed to be getting the, the help from governments, from around, their respective governments uh, from around the Caribbean. That may not be happening, or it may not be happening in the, 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 the time frame that they would wish or hope for. But here we have so many people there devastated and people are, 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 are mentally ill right now. Some folks are going through traumas. It's devastating out there. It is. I mean, when, when you look at it, many of us have not seen a virus of this nature. And you couple that with the economic fallout that it has brought. Mm -hmm. When you add that to the facts, and, and, and a lot of us seem to miss this, that there were some countries, mm -hmm. some islands that were already facing economic difficulties yes. prior to the COVID. Yes. So COVID compounded that. When you look at what COVID did and it, the impact it had on the tourism industry, a lot of Caribbean islands have seasonal tourism. Yes. So what you would have earned in six, earned in six months and you, you save a little for maybe here and there, you had nothing. And so you became totally dependent on the government to say, look, we understand what is happening. We are going to sustain you for X, Y period of time. Of course, we know and we appreciate that governments are not going to be able to sustain you like that forever. But there were built-in mechanisms and there are built-in mechanisms in, within countries in the region mm -hmm. that handles these things. We call them stuff and spread. Mm -hmm. You and I, like everybody else, by law, would have contributed to severance funds. Mm -hmm. Now you get laid off or you are terminated and you have a sense of confidence within yourself because you're saying to yourself, listen, I have contributed to a severance fund. Yes. So at some point in time, in the not to distant future, some money is going to come. That money should be able to hold me. Or I, I can make proper budgeting from what I what, what I've received right. until things get better. Well 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 hold on because something else happens here. It it seems as if COVID went with that. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I I understand what you're saying. Because understand the frustration, and you're right when you talk about people. People are having mental challenges because it is difficult. It is extremely difficult to and and you know you one of our, our blue tables you 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 spoke about what was the cost of your vote, mm -hmm. and when you tie this into COVID, this is the cost of your vote because you're not having mental difficulties, mm -hmm. understanding why you can't get the money you would have contributed to. And you have to sit down on, on, on your veranda and wonder how you're going to pay child your, your school fees. You wonder which which bill you will have to, to forego. You wonder how you're going to have to ration the, the food for the rest of the week. These are real situations people are facing. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about people people who, who, who want to go do frivolous things with their money. I'm talking about families who are from the quote and quote ghetto and from the which more challenging not the lucrative areas of, of society they don't live in, in 20 story buildings they live in two bedroom wooden buildings here and there they, they struggle daily without covid and then you add covid to that hmm. so people really and truly are mentally having a hard time coming to grips or, or coming to terms with the fact that they can't get their severance pay. This isn't people asking for handouts, brother. This is people simply saying to governments. And I'm passionate about this because I have been, or I am on that line. You you, you may claim and seven months, eight months after you haven't seen a dime. Hmm. And then you, you, when you, 
when, well, not you, but when other people ask questions, you get responses like, ask so-and-so and ask so-and-so. Without any empathy, without any key as to what people are going through. And, and, and this is why I, I love that podcast so much. What is the cost of your vote? And I, I am hopeful that people, whether in St. Kitsinevis, whether in, 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 in Antigua and Barbuda, wherever you are, when the dust has settled and you had the opportunity to look back, ask yourself the question, was it worth it? Hmm. With that passionate uh, plea and, and call just a while ago, let's take a break. And when we come back, I, of course, I, gotta, I have to speak some politics, but this time it's about, uh, well, let's come back. Let, let, let's take a quick break and we'll be back. We'll hear from Carlinson's Bakery on St. Martin and also uh, Affluent Homes on Nevis. We'll be right back with Rohan Isles, our guest contributor. I'm very hungry. Whoa, was that your stomach? You need to get on down to Carl and Son's Unique Bakery, your number one spot for sandwiches, pastries, cakes, and more for breakfast and lunch. Are you in a rush? Call in your order at 543-1059 for town and 544-2462 for Cold Bay. Follow their Facebook page to see their daily lunch specials. Carl and Son's, the right choice since 1982. It's been a while that you're thinking or dreaming of your new home. Let Affluent Homes turn that dream into reality. Leave it to us to deliver. A team of architects and designers have created award-winning designs. We will work with you to develop the distinctive look you envision. For real estate development, property sales and management, you must think of Affluent Homes Limited. Check out our website at www.affluenthomesnevis.com or email us merchant at merchantlc.com or call us today at 1-869-665-2121 Affluent Homes Limited Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice to your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Marvin Honey And we're back at the final leg of our um, chit-chat this evening, Rohan And I, I uh, addressed social media yesterday Because I was thinking about a number of um, nationals Well, Caribbean nationals Who will travel to other countries and just in a matter of few months or whatever you want to call it, they're able to vote. And I believe that to vote in someone's country, I firmly believe that you should be a citizen of that country. And it should never be just a, um, <clears throat> a residency requirement. And this is one issue I will never, ever agree with some Caribbean governments on. Don't get me wrong, I may support these governments, but this is one issue. This is one issue that I will never uh, 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 support them on, right? And um, because I believe that a vote is sacred. It is that powerful weapon, Rohan, that, 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 that was given to us, to our people, and to those who make their country, who make their country, who make that country, rather, their own by putting in the hard work, the blood, the sweat, and the tears that will require them to become a citizen. Now, <clears throat> that right should never be watered down to a, just a, a residency requirement for a few months. This means you're telling me that if 
an island of 3,000 people and 4,000 people from X country reside on your island, then these from X country who came to your country within a year or two, they can decide the outcome of an election every single time and not an election is not determined by the people the birth the people who were born and raised there are the people who even came there from another country but through through blood sweat and tears they have became um they became citizens and you're telling me that we have these people that just pops in, pop into your country wherever and they can vote this cannot be right and then the, the, the politicians, because they will be so comfortable with this, they'll be so comfortable that they wouldn't care about whether you, Rohan, or whomever from another country have an issue or whatever, or speaking out, because guess what? Because these, uh, the, the, the other Caribbean nationals, who most likely will be supportive of the government of the day for that particular country, they, they, they will bring them home come every election. Yes, I, 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 um, I endorse and I am always for migration and Caribbean community and one people and moving from island to island and all that's kind of good stuff. But I think for citizenship, though, you must go through a process, not just moving into somebody's country today and by next week you can vote. That, that, this, that cannot be right. I, I, I don't know about you, but you, can, you have the mic right now. You know, we've seen it. You and I have seen it. And, and many uh, uh, Caribbean people have seen it. And, and this is what I call migrant voting. And it is simply a promise of something better if you're willing to come and vote. And that is mm-hmm. what we have seen time and time again, especially in smaller Caribbean countries, as much for larger countries. Your point is, is valid. And the problem is that the people who control what you're asking for mm-hmm. are the same people who love the migrant voting. Mm-hmm. The politicians are the ones who are given the citizenship after six months and 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 and, and, and or is it two, I mean within two years and you, you you have a citizenship and you have voting rights. That is what is happening. So how do you change that? How do you get away from that? A lot of things the, the change is really dependent on the people who are feeling this piece. And, and and if you understand let us use think it's new politics. Let us use new politics. You and I would have had these conversations in private about mm-hmm. voter turnout and, and the numbers that is, as it relates to people who, as I say, migrant voting. Because, and I want people to understand me, here are our Caribbean brothers and sisters from around the region who come here, make these their home, and are fantastic people, putting the work, contributors mm-hmm. of social and our economic development. Th- that is not what we are talking about. We are talking about people who are going to shop in six months, six months to a year. Right. And the politicians with their ability to rule and, and, and because of course you control the sword, you're the one with the power. And then, not only that, they love to preach this thing about amnesty. So anytime I hear that word amnesty, amnesty, I cringe because I know that it is more behind just this amnesty. Oh, we welcome our brothers and sisters from around the world, around the Caribbean, when we know exactly what is going on. This cannot be right. What, 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 what the Italian, the, the, the Italian, um, conversion in English is what? Something for something? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That is what it is. And as you would have said, and which is so true, politicians now know or now work on the premise. Listen, man, it's, it's, it's only 40 people of New Visions, and I want to use New Visions as an example. New Visions, New Visions, so people understand what I'm, I'm saying by that. Want to vote, then fine. So if, if, if 40% of New Visions represent 5,000 people, and the migrant vote is 6,000 people, I mean, you, you, tell me you, you know how that goes? Mm-hmm. You know how that goes? 
because there's only 5,000 citizens showing up to vote. Mm-hmm. Citizens, citizens who would have gone through the process, uh, whether it's five years or whatever, work hard, contributed, build businesses, have, you know, have homes, mm-hmm. send the children to school, you know, have a confidence in our education system, a confidence in our healthcare system. Their monies are staying here and circulating within the economy. Only 5,000 of them going to to vote. 6,000 migrant voters then to the polls. Who's deciding the election? Hmm. But how is it though, for, for countries who are saying, who, who endorse this though, these are the same countries who are arguing that um, no need for birth citizens of their country who are overseas, mm-hmm. they can't vote. But can't vote. they can't vote. We're saying that they cannot vote to these countries. Mm-hmm. These countries are saying they cannot vote. But here you have that you are opening your borders, your arms open wide for these people to come from other countries and vote in no time. They can vote. That's okay. They can vote. But your own people. Now, I, 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 this, this flying in people one day and stuff like that. I believe in absentee ballot. That's me. That's me personally. If there is absentee ballot, that is fine. Right. But I do not think that, I do not think, however, that the right of a citizen should and the right to vote of a, uh, um, of a citizen of a citizen should be taken away. Right. I mean, they call it adult suffrage for a reason. Maybe, you know, I hope you understand what that means. It was a lot to go through, a lot to take, a lot to give, a lot of struggle to attain the right to vote. It is the fundamental essence of democracies. That right to vote, that right to say, I have participated in the will of the people. You're saying to people, no, I can't do that. Not because you were born in St. Kitts and Nevis, not because you were born in Dominica, not because you were born in St. Vincent, whatever the case is. You can't come home to vote. But we would have used the Commonwealth tenant because that is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, there is this thing that if you're a member of Commonwealth or a member of OECS, yes. you're a member of CARICOM and you, you, you happen to migrate and you would have been living there for six months to a year, then you have that right to vote. That is an archaic law and rule. Developing countries have got to get to the point where they are falling in line with modern approaches to governance hmm. and having fundamental policies that reflect that approach to governance. That you are saying to people, listen, if you want to participate in the will of the people and, and choosing the direction of this country, then six months residency, having never lived in, in, in St. Kitts and Nevis, having never lived in Antigua, mm-hmm. having never lived in Trinidad and Tobago, can't be right. It can't be right. And, and, and here, here is the thing, Marvin. I am going to come within six months to a year I get to vote. I don't do anything yet because, you know, once I am a skill person, I can, I can go to so you're six months. Mm-hmm. But you who are born and raised in St. Kitts and Nevis went away when you were 19. When you were 30, you established two businesses in St. Kitts, one in Nevis. You have a home in Nevis. You pay taxes. You contribute to the economy. When it is when, when it is possible, you contribute to the social development of the people and do what you want to tell you. Unless you come home for six months before the election, you can't. And make it make sense to me. Hmm. But what about, though, the, the same CARICOM national who will go to an, um, someone's country, they vote in that election, and then they get fed up of that country for whatever reason, and they go to another country, and they just vote in that country as well? And then, and then move on and then vote again? Migrant voting. You see how, just to, just to think about that, do you see how watered down this precious and sacred vote has become in some countries? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, it, it's unfortunate that it has become, I have to say, but it boils down to, to political greed. 
and that need to always feel powerful or they need to always have to be in control or to be in power. You find things that fundamentally you must appreciate. And as you said, a sacred vote has to be one of those things. Rohan Isles, I want to thank you very much for joining me tonight at the Blue Table. I know that our um, producer and editor in the production um, team and the production team led by Corey Tyson, he's happy tonight that we've wrapped up in good time. So (laughs) I want to to thank you. And again, we will speak uh, most likely on Thursday at the Blue Table. Okay, thank you. That was uh, Rohan Isles, the guest contributor of The Blue Table. And I want to thank you for listening to us tonight. Do join us again tomorrow evening for a similar presentation. Remember to share the podcast and remember to also um, share with your friends and encourage them to tune in nightly at the, the Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley. Thanks to our sponsors and have yourselves a good night. Mervyn Hanley will inspire.